know what? No, Dalton. <laughs> Dalton? Dalton, this is a new season. We're going to be more professional this season. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Let me put my professional voice on. All right. Well, I'll sit up straight. That's all I got. That's all I got to contribute. I can sit up straighter. Feet on the ground. Hello. Welcome to a new episode of the Modern Thinking Podcast. <laughs> is this NPR? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to be professional, asshole. A, what is that guy that does NPR? He, he sounds just like that. No, it's uh, from uh, Parks and Rec. The, Hello. I'm your host, Stephen something. I'm your host. <laughs> and the professional lasted a whole second. Yep. Hey, that's what it is. But really, welcome back to the Modern Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Briar, and I'm here with Dalton again. Yes. Hi, Dalton. Hey, I love these, by the way. Dude, I would love for you to love them as much as me. I do love them as much as you. I'm sorry I didn't want to stay in Muskogee tonight. Well, whatever. Hey, you guys probably heard the new intro, which was pretty dope. Yeah. Revan did a really good job on that. Shout out to my good putty, good good putty. <laughs> Starting off strong. Shout you need, out to, you my need buddy to build a house? You get that Grevin putty. <laughs> <laughs> for making the intro. If you liked it, let me know. If you don't, don't let me know. You'll hurt Grevin's feelings, and then I will have to kill you. And that will be an awkward conversation for everybody. That would be an awkward conversation. Hey, we're doing a new season. So, new season, new year, new me. Not really been a year. Actually, it has been a year. I was say, wasn't you? Wasn't you? Weren't you telling me that it's been a year? It like, has like been Like the year anniversary? It, well, I remember doing the first podcast right around the Game Awards. I am looking it up right now. What day is it? December 8th. What year is it? First podcast was uploaded December 10th. Hey, perfect. We almost did it. We did it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty neat. We had some ups and downs. I think we made a lot of progress over the year. Um, I know you guys have enjoyed it because you're listening to it constantly and I love it. So thank you. Um, one of the things we're going to do different this season, we're going to be t- doing a lot of new stuff. I'm pretty, pretty excited. We're going to be probably doing some streaming so you'd be able to watch us in our ugly mugs live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash modernist media. So go ahead and check it out. Go ahead and follow. So that way, you know, when we're live, another cool thing, anchor added sponsorship shops, sponsorships, (laughs) sponsorships. I don't know why I'm, I'm struggling. Well, you're nervous, that aren't one. you? New year. <laughs> new year, new nerves. Here we go. <laughs> new year, new nerves. Here comes the shame spirals. <laughs> shame spirals. I can't take credit for that joke. I stole that from um, Silicon Valley. And don't be confused with. Conf- no, I had a joke in. Uh, go re- on. Real, real quick about me. Sometimes I start talking, and this is very Michael Scott. But it's only with jokes. Sometimes I start talking and I just see what happens. But there's literally times where like I start, nothing comes. I just like I look at the people around me and go, "I'm sorry, I don't got anything." <laughs> and <then> just, <laughs> Those are my favorite moments. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I thought I could do it and just nothing popped up. Those are way better than listening to you and your dad jokes. Some my, of them are so bad. No, my dad jokes are the best. Some of them are awful. And see, that's funny. I don't have any problems doing dad jokes. Like, those just come naturally. Yeah. So well, when I do become a parent, oh, oh my boy. gosh. A new balance is going to call me up and be like, yo, let's get this sponsorship going. Hey, you want a sponsorship? <laughs> we heard your dad jokes. Now you're actually going to be a dad. We want you to run the company. <laughs> um, but back to the sponsorship thing. 
I don't want you guys to think I'm a sellout, but I am a sellout. <laughs> no. Um, I wanted to kind of be clear on, too, where the money is going to go. The money, I have a full-time job. I don't care. Um, the extra money would be nice, but honestly, this is a project of mine. So any donations, any ad revenue from the advertisements is going straight back into the podcast. So that'd be like better equipment, um, stage lighting, like stuff like that. Anything we can do to improve it. That's what that money goes to. So, um, if you don't like ads, I'm sorry. Um, well, I think one thing to remember about this going back, based on what you were talking about, it just gives Briar a better opportunity to enhance the podcast and make it better. Yeah, and also it also gives you an opportunity here. It sounds like an ad within an ad. Go on, a great product Wait, and service are called you talking about Anchor. Anchor. I am talking about Anchor, but no, for real. I what I like about Anchor, God, it does sound like an ad, but it's not. This is legit truth. I like it because they will distribute to every major like podcast listening p- platform for free, and it literally doesn't cost you anything. So. Not only is it, I'm, <laughs> I'm so much, so I'm so much ads. better at you at this than you are. I need you to record my ads for me because <laughs> because man. this is all natural. No, because look, if you think about it, <laughs> everything I'm about to say, podcasting when it first came up, it was so difficult, but it really was. Well, thanks to Anchor, yeah. now we can do everything. Golly, <laughs> but it's cool because Briar loves doing this. He loves pushing content out and just being able to BS with his friends and talk about cool ideals. Anchor lets him do it for free. He doesn't charge him anything. Um, I think there's a limitation to maybe how long the podcast can be. Yeah, we did run into that, and that's why some of the episodes were split. <clears throat> but a lot of that was the happy hours, too, because those happy hours tend to go super yeah. long, which that's one of the reasons why I want to incorporate Twitch, because we're funny. I think we're funny. We're not funny. But I just want someone other than my mom to think I'm funny. (laughs) Oh, I like your jokes, Dalton. (laughs) You're so funny. You're doing it. You're doing Um, it, Dalton. (laughs) But no, we're 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 a funny group of guys and gals, and a lot of our mannerisms are in the way we talk to each other and the way we're just. I think it would be a lot more funnier on video. Yes. Well, it's kind of like listening to a comedian like on like Spotify or like iTunes. Like it's funny, but once you seeing his actions and seeing yeah. their reactions, like that makes it a million times better. Like, so, you know, who's hilarious. John Mulaney. Dude, I love John like, Mulaney. His if mannerisms are so his, much better. <laughs> if you just listen to his voice. Yeah. He sounds like Jerry Seinfeld, but he's more, hi, I'm John Mulaney. Yeah, like, <laughs> but so much better. I love him. Not sponsored by John Mulaney, but uh, he, uh, uh, it's just, it's better to watch. And so we'll be doing a lot of experimenting. So um, what's cool about it, if you can't catch live, because I know everybody works, um, I am probably going to start a YouTube channel just for archiving the past episodes. So that way you can watch them on your own time. That'd Twitch does cool. it already, but it's kind of hard to get to Twitch. And uh, YouTube is a lot better platform for it, in my opinion. So if you want to watch live, like I said, it's twitch.tv slash modernist media. We'll be doing more than just podcasts. We'll be doing, I'll be doing live streams on games. So if you're into that, um, I was even considering doing creative sessions. So like whenever I'm writing or doing anything like that, I like spitballing with you guys to get ideas and then running with it. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot. There's a lot that I want to do, and but after the rant, 
one of the feedbacks we got um, for the podcast was to be kind of more structured. And I know I, I don't disagree whatsoever. Um, I'm not going to ever be not funny. And sorry, Dalton, does that text matter? Yes. Okay. Continue. We'll pause the podcast. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go. No, no. Oh no. my gosh. I know it was in eighth grade again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but um, one of the things we want to do is kind of laying out what we're going to talk about in the beginning of the episode. That way you're not listening for 20 minutes. It's realizing. actually about the podcast. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Dude, are we getting fans? You know it. Oh, yes. Um, but laying out what we're going to talk about in the intro, in the beginning. So that way you can know, hey, I like this stuff. Like, for instance, this podcast, we're going to talk about video games. Yes. Which I love video games. I don't love video games anymore, actually. I know what you were telling back. me about that, and that made me sad. But we're going to talk about the Game Awards. We're going to talk about um, where we think video games are going, whether or not story-driven video games are still relevant, because apparently EA and Activision and everybody who makes video games don't think they are. And um, we're going to talk about a little bit about Red Dead Online and um, just kind of go over what we think because I think Red Dead's in a weird position right now. You think we'll, so? Yeah, we'll get into that okay. later. Because I want you to unroll that. Let's talk about the video game awards that came out. I think the most, I mean, honestly, okay, last year, the last episode we made was um, we were kind of predicting what it would turn out to be and how the video game rewards would actually, I take it back. I don't think I ever put up that episode because I had audio issues. So last year, anyway, we talked about we, me and a couple other friends, we made a, some predictions about how the video game awards were going to turn out. We were going to tune back in and see, um, this year, I feel like we didn't have very much, very many close competitions. It was like, for instance, um, like God of War, one game of the year. Many people who played that game and reviewed that game pretty much called it. Even with Red Dead coming out in the fall, they were like, God of War is so good that this is it. It's kind of like when Zelda won last year. No, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Like They just knew. But there was some really good games that went up against Zelda last year. What was it last year? It was uh, Angry Birds 2. Yeah, Angry Birds Mobile. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Dude, Angry Birds Mobile, you played it yet? Not, <laughs> not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I love about Angry Birds. You can pick it up. Okay, I'll stop. Um, well, kind of fill me in because I'll be honest with you. I did not watch the Game Awards. I never watch them. And kind of just tell me, what. so what do they do? Is it just, is it certain platforms they only review? Or no, all it's, platforms? Every, it's every game. They have different genres. Okay. So like... Game of the year, multiplayer, best multiplayer game of Is the year. Is it just Xbox? No, it's PS4 across the board. Switch. What about like iOS and Android? iOS and Android. There's a special category for mobile. Okay. But like they do like they do different categories. Like for instance, God of War won game of the year. It was up against Celeste, Monster Hunter, um, Odyssey, Spider Man, or Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Spider Man, and Red Dead. Hmm. So it had some pretty tough ones to beat, but honestly, God of War was so well polished and the story from, I haven't finished it yet, but from the story, it was so well written and the voice acting yeah. was great. It just had an overall great polish to it. Yeah. Very little bugs and stuff like that, but they do like sports games, fighter games, 
Um, a couple new new categories I saw were like ongoing games. It's like, like Destiny. Yeah, Destiny was on there. Uh, no Man's Sky actually made the list. Makes sense, yeah. Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I want to buy Overwatch or play it. Overwatch is fun. Um, well, I've been playing Paladins. I really like Paladins, so I imagine Overwatch with <clears throat> actual money behind it. I like that they don't just <clears throat> do like games. They do um, uh, best performances, like voice actor performances in video games. Well, yeah. They I don't... reward those people, uh, best esports players and teams. That's cool. Like they do pretty much anything gaming related, like best score and soundtrack, um, best art direction, best VR games, best studio. Like they pretty much, they, I think they do a really good job. It's like... The it's, Oscars, it sounds like. In a way, yeah. It's like the Oscars, but for video games. Which, and go ahead. I was going to say, I love it because there's so many people that work on these things behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, that's a way to give them credit. Exactly. And I, I think they should get credit. I don't think, real, like, you know, growing up, I played Nintendo, Super Nintendo. And, and back then, it was just like... This is just a passing thing. Like, you're going to grow out of this. I remember hearing that all my life. You're going to grow out of this. You're going to grow it out used of this. to be... <laughs> I remember... I hear this all the time from people older than me, but it used to be a fad. Like, you used to be bullied for liking video games. Yeah, and I, and I, <laughs> I remember that, like, being not bullied, but made fun of that I didn't play sports You or were whatever. just bullied for other reasons. Yeah. The way not I look. games. <laughs> <laughs> the way I act. <laughs> But my dad jokes. My dad jokes. Um, and I, I and I like what the the guy who who did uh, Arthur on or Arthur no Arthur was right Arthur on Red Dead during his acceptance speech like because he won spoiler alert uh, best voice actor and he he said like yeah this is the golden age of this of this platform or, or this media it it's it's insane how much the gaming industry has blown up oh yeah dude I remember watching. Well, I, I've always played Call of Duty and Halo. I remember like watching like you know Nade Shot and Scumper and all those guys when they were just like streaming in their house at, with at their mom's house or whatever. And then now like they're like, oh, we're buying houses in Austin to support the whole team. We have a cook and blah 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 that cooks for the whole team. Team works out, and then they scrim for like so many hours. Like it's crazy. Like it's literally like a professional sports team now. I love that ESPN has picked it up. Like I've gotten into pretty heated arguments about esports, and to me, the, it, it, there's a specific skill you can't just be good at it. No, no, it's a mental game. Some, oh yeah, and if you see some of these sport esports players, they practice just as much as professional athletes do. It, just in a different way. Yeah, it's in a completely different way. Well, I think one people what well, one thing people don't realize is that esports or video games highlights a much more important thing that's going on an actual like NFL and NBA and hockey and all that as a mental game. So like with, with sport, like esports, you see the mental game more than you do the physical game. Right. Right. Because there is a lot of mental game to it. Like, okay, well we're playing four V four Slayer. How are we going to do this? Are we going to flank from this side? Are we going to do this? Or should we come around? Should you play anchor for a little bit and watch the like the straightaways? Or should we try to bottleneck um, in this one little alleyway? And there's just so much that goes into that. And not to mention that you really do have to have, at playing at that high level and high caliber, you have to have the dexterity for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the reaction time. So, to me, the argument when people are like, oh, they're 
they're out there really playing the sports ball and you're we're cheering them on. I'm like, yeah, you could also be out there playing the sports ball or you could also be playing the video game yourself, but you're watching them because they're good at it. Yeah. Like you're just mad because you're not making six figures, if not more. God, they're no kidding. Speaking yearly. of money, um, let's get back to the just the amount, like how the industry has blown up as a whole. It has. Like, okay, Grand Theft Auto Five. We were talking about this the other day because Red Dead came out. Yeah. The highest grossing entertainment product ever with, uh, as of 2017, it had $6 billion in revenue. The closest thing to that was Avatar with $2.1 billion. That's Avatar insane. the movie. That's insane to me. Like a What video about the game. Harry Potter books? I don't think, uh, I'll look it up real quick, but I don't think. Because that's, world, that's worldwide with them. Yeah, so are video games. Well, I know, but I feel like Harry Potter would be up there. Harry Potter books revenue. Harry Potter has sold more copies, um, but the eight films combined have a revenue of eight seven billion dollars. Oh wow, eight point seven or just seven? Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's insane to me. And one game beat that. Granted, it's all coded in microtransactions and pay to win, but 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 yeah. hey, it they're literally printing money. That's why we never got a single player DLC from Rockstar yeah. with GTA five, even though I wanted it so bad because <laughs> they fleshed those characters out so well. They could have done a lot with it. Well see, I love Rockstar. They I do too. They put so much effort and work into their video games. Like the first Red Dead well, I mean, I never did play the the very first Red Dead. Not like the one with John Marston. The one before that, like on Xbox. Oh, yeah. See, I never got PS, around to playing PS2 it either. PS2 or whatever. This Red, Red Dead Redemption 2, for those wondering and haven't picked it up yet, it's a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. So go ahead and jump all into it. Yeah, play that first and play Red Dead. Don't be like me and buy it and put five out, or not even that long, like two hours into it yeah. and never touch it again. Because well, it's a fantastic game. <laughs> I get so distracted. I just start doing side missions. Which is great because usually the way uh, the storylines go for Red Dead Redemptions aren't always the happiest. <laughs> That's true, from what I hear. Spoiler alert! But too late for that. Yeah, it's it's the depth and the detail is ridiculous. Like that's all I can say. Like, I will say the 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 physics engine that they built for this game is mm -hmm. stupid, mm -hmm. and the fact that they can it's like one of those things where I watched it being played, and I was like. We're living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> because the fact that, one, it looks gorgeous yep. on current-gen consoles. And granted, my Xbox One X, the fans sound like a freaking jet engine whenever <laughs> they're playing that game because it does take a lot of power. But there, it, it's just it's unreal. And the real-time like real physics, like if you kill something in the woods yeah. and then you leave the corpse there and it decays over time, like and yeah. you can actually go back and see it decay over time. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Well, what blew my mind is I went to go, and this is probably not as in in depth, but I went to go help someone. Like this guy was trying to like shoe a horse, and um, I got off because I was like, "Hey, my buddy was like, hey, my voice guy was like, hey, do you need help?" And he's like, "Sure." And next thing I knew, that horse kicked him. Yep, and ran off. And if you watch one one of the cool things I saw, um if you watch the characters interact with their horses, they do the thing where they always have their hand on the horse, mm -hmm. especially when they're crossing behind it. So that way the horse doesn't know to kick them. Like that's a real thing you're supposed to do. Oh yeah. Like it, it's, un I think the,
craziest thing I saw on Red Dead was the I saw a picture on Reddit where um, there was frost on the ground and the the guy slept through the night and when he woke up the sun had risen and his horse had stood still long enough that there was a frost outline of his horse's shadow. Oh wow! And the frost everywhere else was melted, but where his horse was standing. That's impressive. You know what really impressed me was when you're in the mountains and you get off your horse and you have like snow on your chaps and you go in the water and it washes it off. I thought that was like the coolest. That was thing it. Ever. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is game of the year. But but it didn't because yeah. God of War was better. Yeah, and that's crazy because God of War is only on one platform. Yes, that was another thing too. Um, just the exclusivity of God of War. Yeah. Like, I think Sony may have released some numbers. I could be pulling this out of my butt, but uh, they, re- I think God of War boosted Sony's sales of the PlayStation 4. I can Because it was exclusive. That. I, and I think that. that's where Sony does a really good job with their exclusives. Yeah, and kind of going back because you were talking about single player, Sony's very good at that. Sony is very good at that. And they're good at seeing a story mm. and just grabbing onto it and like this is ours, nobody else can have it. Yeah. Type deal. Like Which sucks. It really does, honestly. But at the same time, you're able to push out a game that's that much polish. Yeah. And I always think of Sony as like that the Apple video games. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Because Apple, they don't let anyone else have their product like that like you can't put Android on Apple unless you like jailbreak it or whatever. And, but it runs so smooth on it because like, it's only on one platform. I don't have to do anything crazy to get it to be on Xbox or whatever. So I think that's why they do very well with it and why it's so polished and it looks so good. The exclusives were the only reason I bought a PS4. I don't yeah. play multiplayer. I don't play for play. I don't even pay for PSN, PlayStation Network, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I already have Xbox Live. I have Steam. If I'm going to play a competitive game or if I'm going to play with my friends, all of them have Xbox. All of them have steam and i think it's granted i'm not saying that that's the case for everybody because we know i know a lot of people that exclusively play on playstation they got friends that only play on playstation it's it's to each their own but sony does a really good job with their exclusives spider-man killed it the new spider marvel spider-man game that came out on ps4 it was so much fun and i watched you play and it was it was it looked amazing yeah looked incredible and that's because the developer only had to write for one engine. Yeah, exactly. They could polish it up and make it look awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not like, okay, well, not only do we have to write to make sure this game performs on PS4, but Xbox One, Switch. I want to kind of segue, since we're talking about single-player games, uh, I want to get your input on single-player games. like Because, honestly, what our name... Five major single-player games that came out this year. Um, no multiplayer. Like, no multiplayer at all? At all. Well, um, we talked about... It's all going to be on PS4. It's going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. God of War. Okay. Um, Celeste. That's single-player. And it came out in 2018 in January. Um, I know two more. Mario. Mario. Um... Did Mario come out this year or last year? Oh, it probably came out came last out year. Last year. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Gosh, I don't know. Multiplayer is such an integrated part of anything now. I'll give you two easy ones. Spyro and then Crash. 
I'm half tempted to even count those though because of they're remakes. remakes. Yeah. So you've named three. I feel like there's more. There's probably more, but yeah. three major ones. I'm sure. I mean, there's millions of video games out now, but three major ones, right? Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> Mainly because I've turned into the gamer that that's what I live for. I don't player? play I don't play multiplayer games anymore. Well, I mean, if you think about it, new Call of Duty doesn't even have a single player campaign in it. I used to play Call of Duty for the single player campaign. Wow. <laughs> I mean, granted, I played multiplayer too because I was so much more competitive with it. But now, like, I even don't. I don't even play Rocket League that often anymore. Oh, and you're like, so good at it too. No, that's a lie. Well, you're not. You're not you. good as a Grevin, but oh yeah, Grevin's a god. <laughs> I feel like he's the type of guy any video game he plays, he's very good at. Grevin is. Grevin has a. Gre, there's some games Grevin's just terrible at. It's just trash. But when it comes to competitive shooters, Grevin's extremely good at them. Well, I've seen, I seen this KD on one game with the new Battlefield, and it was like 72 and 14. Yeah. Like, how? How do you even get a chance to kill that many people? <laughs> he, he is. I don't know what it is. I've tried studying him play and watch him play, and I'm just like, I don't understand. No. He. He doesn't have the. That's why I don't think he's good at Call of Duty because he doesn't have the mentality to run and gun and have faster reflexes. He's pretty. He can run and gun if he has to. Yeah, he's pretty good. But when it comes to Battlefield, there's a lot of sitting and controlling the point and yeah. take knocking people out. Yeah, that's very true. Um, which I want to play the new uh, Battlefield. It looks awesome. It, I played it a little bit. I played like one kill or like one death. Uh, mm-hmm. I stepped in for Grevin during a match, and he was like, "Don't." Fuck this up. This is my main account because <laughs> his KD is so high, dude. I know he. <laughs> and what's funny, he defends Battlefield. Like remember that one time we were talking about he? Well, he was making fun of Call of Duty first, wasn't he? Yes, he, he was making. What? Well, no, what did he say? He said something was the same game over and over again. I was like, well, what do you think Battlefield is, Griffin? And he goes, well, you see Battlefield. No, yeah. see Battlefield. They change the guns and then they adjust the reload times. Yeah. And, and see, this is where you need the video because right now we're pushing the. <laughs> we're our, pushing our glasses <laughs> up, acting all pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> and he, what's funny is he even have. Well, he's got glasses, doesn't he? Just never he wears does, them. He never wears them. Yeah, but it's um, it's it's interesting because you know, growing up, it was pretty much only single player. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's not the truth. But if you think about like the old like cabinet games, like Joust. That was that was competitive multiplayer. Yeah, and then you were local multiplayer, but yeah. it's still playing with other people. Yeah, and then um, you know, we think Galaga have a, no Galaga had a, a like a like a changing two player. Yeah, like when the first player died, two player, two, second player got up. My thing is, I don't have a problem with multiplayer games at all anymore. Um, multiplayer games are great. I can't tell the number of hours I spent playing Halo 3 multiplayer and having the best time of my life doing it. Yeah. Amazing. That oh, was yeah. that was back when I had time to actually coordinate with my friends to get online and we all played together. Yep. Now that everybody's an adult and it's hard for anybody to jump online at the same time even when you set plans, Dalton. Um well, you know, I got I got responsibilities. <laughs> it's one of those things where I just don't have an interest in them anymore. Like, I played. I'm playing the crap out of Spyro right now. Yeah. Because I'm reliving my childhood. I played the crap out of Spider-Man. Like those are. I dumped hours into those games, and I haven't done that in a very long time, other mm. than Rocket League. But Rocket League, I was playing consistently with 
Grevin and our friend Aaron mm-hmm. all the time because they were on every night. So I didn't have to coordinate anything. I was like, okay, these guys are on. I'm going to play. If they weren't on, I wouldn't play. Okay. I can see now why you were like, I don't play video games anymore. Because I really don't. I mean, other than, like, okay, Red Dead with the exception. Red Dead I'm overwhelmed with because it's so big. It is so very that, overwhelming. Um, it's one of those things. Those are the two things. Like Spider-Man has a pretty much set directive. And it just... <laughs> Well, I'm laughing at Red Dead because even if you do try to follow a sword mission, it's like, ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, I can go over here. I can do this. Or like, oh, there's an innocent bystander I could help. Okay, let me ask you this about Red Dead real quick. This is going to be a side tangent. So are there actual rewards when you're doing side missions? Yeah, of course. Like, okay, for instance, the reason why I love Spider-Man so much, they had collectibles. But those collectibles actually gave you awards. Like you needed those collectibles to unlock suits. And so I was like, oh, cool. Like, I just need to go get four of these um, backpacks so that way I can unlock the suit. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Red Dead's like that. I mean, that encouraged, it was almost like a currency to me. And I was like, that encouraged me to go do those things so that way I could get the suit later. And there's so much, there's just so much Easter eggs, too. Like, have you heard about the man bear pig Easter egg? No. There's a man bear pig Easter egg in there. (laughs) Um, I mean, gosh, there's just, there's so much break that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is another time that the video would be great. Yeah. He just broke my his, reaction. He broke his tripod. No, they pop off. Oh, okay. Fine. But, um, <clears throat> there's just, there's so much, there's so much to that game. And I, I think it's another thing going back to developers and stuff like that, that, that do need to get a call out and say, Hey, good job for this artwork or good job for the story mission. Because the detail they put into that game and, and the thing, Oh, that's just ones and zeros essentially. Like, it just blows my mind. It's, I see if that's okay. That's like people get upset. I will say a majority of the gamers are impatient. I would agree with people you. get upset for in, if a game's not released every couple of years. Granted, I feel and then like they get Call upset. of Duty and Battlefield and all those AAA titles that come out every year. Well, granted, I feel like that didn't help. Well, granted, Call of Duty's Activision is very smart. They have three developers working on it. Right. They have a three-year cycle. So, I mean, that I, to me, took, that makes things more competitive for other people to get on the ball. But then you have something like Halo, which is only developed by Microsoft. It only has one studio working on it. I We may get lucky if they even show any Halo 5 or Halo 6 stuff. I hope year. so. I'm so ready for a new Halo. Okay, so... The original Red Dead came out in 2010. It took them eight years to make that game, and I think a lot of that. They, I'm sure they already start. I'm sure they started working on the game, but I think a lot of that they were waiting for the technology to catch up. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and then they were able to add more and more polish to it with the new tech that had come out. God bless you. Oh my God, that was loud. I'm so sorry. I might edit that out. Well. And see, like I like one thing that really impresses me is a is a sun the sun rays. Oh yeah, God rays. Yeah, God rays. I knew they were called something like that. Yeah, that's just so beautiful. It's ridiculous. You know what's not good? What? Fallout seventy (laughs) six. That game, man. I had so much hype for that game because the reason why I had hype for it, I was selfish in a way because one, I love the Fallout games. Didn't beat Fallout 4. Again, I got overwhelmed because they added so much Well, you know what they should have done, don't you? They should have did what Red Dead did. What was that? 
they they basically were they released a game, but it was just like online of Red Dead Redemption, right? So Red Dead, you got a nice storyline, nice story mission, but then you have Red Dead Online, which is that's the Wild West. Yeah, that and because here's here's the thing, when you're playing Red Dead Online, you get upset because you got a squad that just snuck up on you and killed you. You can um. You can just go back to playing regular Red Dead, but with, with Fallout seventy six, you have to deal with all the griefing and exactly if you can even get the game to load. That game has turned into such a cluster. I mean, not okay. It's a Bethesda game, and and to be honest, the way that they're dealing with like the PR, like not giving out the, the actual like things that people ordered, like I don't get it. It's like, awful. Like, man, we paid like five times for Skyrim. You're telling me you don't have money? So t- We're <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a joke that <laughs> it was like <laughs> um, what Dalton was insinuating or what he was uh, talking about was um, people who ordered the special edition Fallout mm-hmm. 76 were promised this awesome carrying bag for the special helmet that it came with. Mm-hmm. It was a collector's item. Well, everybody who received those got this cheap nylon bag that just looked like garbage. And Bethesda was like, oh, well, we never originally planned to put that out anyway. It was too expensive. Yeah. And somebody had joked, was like, it was was a Reddit post, and it said, buys Fallout 76 Special Edition, receives nylon bag, opens bag, puts bag on head. Oh, you're finally awake. Oh, pulls bag off and he's on a carriage intro to Skyrim. <laughs> I did not know that. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was, it's, that's why I think a lot of people are disappointed in this game because Bethesda has a reputation for making awesome video games and yeah. having these awesome story driven games. Yeah. And granted, I'm going to give Bethesda the benefit of the doubt. They're trying to recreate their entire, uh, we, they were trying to recreate a game that was, developed to be a single player game yeah. into a multiplayer. Now we see it happen and some developers do it better than others, but Bethesda just dropped the ball on it because honestly to me it looks like it should have been Fallout 4 online. Because I don't they didn't understand do, why they dude, like you could have done a whole Destiny thing, added DLC and not pay sixty bucks, pay forty bucks. Yeah, they didn't it's not a new game. It's literally there's Fallout so 4 much online. copy and paste from that game. Somebody actually copy. I, I had to point that out because I just butchered that. Copy, copy. Wait, from Boston, <laughs> Boston. But well, it's like okay, Call of Duty gets away with this all the time. Yeah, Black Ops Four. Can't tell you how many maps are on there are actually new. They're just reskin maps from Black Ops Two, Black Ops One. Yeah, okay, but here's the thing: though. those maps are fun. Do you uh, do you hold Call of Duty franchise to the level of the high level of such a good experience like you do Fallout or Skyrim? Well, no. That's the thing. That's why they can get away with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's... I feel like that's what they were trying to do, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, Call of Duty does it. Why can't we do it? Yeah, but it's like... It's like, okay, okay. I'm going to copy the sentence and like, oh, they got away with that. Let me copy this whole story and paste it. It it feels like Bethesda... They've dropped the ball majorly on this game. Not only are, are the PR stuff and the glitches and yeah. the servers crashing 
and all this stuff, their client, their PC client, somebody found a way, basically, okay, no, their support ticket system had a security flaw in it and exposed people's information. Oh, wow. Like, it's just like they're riding this train down to <laughs> just crash and burning. And I'm to the point where I would, if I was in that their situation, I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, honestly, like, you can't pull, do you pull the game and then go down in history and have that on your reputation that you just released this awful game? Or, to me, they should do what Destiny did and just patch it and just keep talking to the community. That I think that's what's hurting them right now. Is yeah. not, there's no open line of communication. And that's why I almost killed Destiny. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's what's funny. It happened twice with Destiny. It happened with Destiny 1 after the first DLC drop. And it happened with Destiny 2 first drop. I, and see, I, I, as someone that I have played Destiny since the beta, I only played on Xbox, so I didn't play the alpha or whatever. But I love that game just because I loved Bungie because I grew up playing Halo 2 in high school. Um, Halo 3 hype. Yeah, for real. And I, I kept following them because I, I believe in the studio. But it, it came to the point where I was just like, I was, I, I, when did I stop playing? Um, I stopped playing after, I can't think of the DLC. It wasn't the War Mine or was it the War Mine? I can't remember what DLC I stopped playing on. But I didn't stop playing because the game was bad. They actually fixed it. They fixed a lot. They actually made it to where like everything was OP. Multi- is it, is multiplayer it, was fun again. Is Forsaken the new one? That's when I stopped playing. It was on Forsaken. Well, it was no. Well, no. What dropped in August? Forsaken. They, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we we stopped saw, playing at after Forsaken. Yeah, I stopped playing after Forsaken. I, never, I picked up Destiny Two again. I bought it day one. Logged. Yeah. 25 hours almost 30 hours into that game mm-hmm. and then i fell off the face of the earth because yeah. i didn't buy the dlc all my friends quit playing it but then i picked it up again by myself just because it feels like a halo game and you i know, loved it and, and I it still does feel it. good it does and i and that's the thing too like i i didn't stop playing it because though it was still a bad game they actually fixed it i just stopped playing because there's other games coming out you know uh, black ops 4 was coming out um and I'd, I'd play. Then Fortnite. you bought your Switch. Yeah. And then all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so my question to you, Dalton, do you... Okay, no, I'm going to rephrase this. All right, Dalton, you are um, Tom. I forgot his last name. From MySpace? Uh, no. <laughs> Bethesda. Oh, okay, whatever. You the, know what I'm talking about. I don't... I, 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 assu- I assume he's like the... Tim. Tom. Tim Tim Swan Tim Tim Swan tonight. Yes, you're that guy. <laughs> okay. What do you do in this situation? What is your advice to your company right now? To my company, or what do I tell the players? What do you tell the players? How do you build bring back your community? I honestly, this is what I would do. Hang on, let me see something. All right, while you're doing that, this is what I was going to say. Oh yeah, you tell what you would do. I, as a player. Yeah, tell me as a player how you feel. As a player, I say don't buy it yet. Because let's uh, the people who have bought it, your voice is heard. You're the ones that are complaining. Um, I think I have faith that Bethesda will fix it. I don't think they have a choice to just let it crash and burn. 
I mean, the reason why I say that is because look at No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky launched and it was trash. Yep, I remember that. It was absolute garbage. It took them almost a year to fix it. And then they re-released a massive patch. And it's a good game now. That's what I hear. And I want to... I've played it. And I play it on PC. And I actually enjoy it. Granted, not the greatest in the world. But it's a billion times better. And I actually have fun playing it. So... If they can do it, a small company, I know Bethesda can come out and do it. I like that. So, hold out. If you have bought it, good luck getting a refund because Bethesda's not doing that either. But um, <laughs> this is this is what I would put do. it in your archive it in your game library and just keep an eye every now and then on Reddit or whatever and see where the patch. Look at the patch notes that they push just to see if they're improving it. Um, this is you'll what- be able to get your money's worth. This is what I would do as a as a form of PR into the players. First, I would do a weekly communication update or a community update every Tuesday. You know, kind of just like Destiny does hot fixes every Tuesday, or they do some type of fix every Tuesday. I would do the same thing for that, where we would talk about what we plan on doing, when we plan on implementing it, blah blah blah. So, an open communication. Um, second. I would offer a free download code of Fallout 4 to anyone that bought Fallout 76. That's a good idea. Um, reason being, well, a lot of people already have Fallout 4, maybe, but it still is encouraged. It still encourages someone to go out and buy, it. especially the holiday season. You want to make those sales, like, because that's that's what's going to help you get over this hump is those sales. So that's another thing I'd offer. Like anyone that buys Fallout 76 automatically gets a free download code of Fallout 4. Or, no. or you're right. But I feel like Fallout's such a big franchise. I feel like people already bought Fallout Four, so no. offer, um, offer something a little bit more substantial. Like they were offering those people with the bags. They were offering them in game in game credits. Yeah. But even from what I researched, those in game credits were not even that good. Exactly. And so offer some offer them a promise them a significant bonus. For being part of the early adopters. Well, see, you can. This Fallout Four it has DLC, doesn't it? It does. We'll see. Include free DLC, all the yeah. DLC. Include the game, kind of like a Halo Master Chief condition or edition. And for the players that currently do have the game, um, promise them a super awesome reward after everything's. I think fixed. so. Like once they like if they do a big patch, like yep. a massive patch that fix everything. Yep. For all the players that had it day one, pre-ordered it. Here's a golden power armor. Yeah. Like something that's exclusive for those people that wrote it, it, it out. You know, and make it funny. Yeah. Make it like, like lourish. And like, if you read about for the players that went through the hardest of times and the, yeah, the worst of like times, they, they, yeah. And make it to where like, yeah, I went through something and we, and make it seem like, Oh, we did it together. Yeah. Cause essentially it's what it is. Like, I mean, when it comes down to the developers of the game cannot control what marketing and PR is doing. You're right. Um, they probably want everything in the world to be like, no, let's just work on this and fix it real quickly. But they're limited to what they can do. So that's what I would do. Offer fall if you buy anyone that buys Fallout 76, gets automatically Fallout 4 download code if all DLC for free. Uh, weekly updates every Tuesday, community uh, community updates, um, and then the 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 gold armor bunny tail or something like that. Yeah, I think I think that'd be good. So and that, Bethesda, like the, if you're listening to this, <laughs> hire us. You know, they're, they're all out there right now taking notes. They're like, God, these guys are geniuses. <laughs> How, who knew they were from Oklahoma? <laughs> but um, 
Like, you know, you could even make, like, the, the armor, like, Monty Python. Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, like, how bad and terrible it was. That, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, in closing, I'm I'm excited with video games. I'm kind of pulling out of the video game market, mainly because of the multiplayer thing. But it's booming. It's here. And it, honestly, it can get, it's going to get a lot better. And that's, and honestly, multiplayer adds a whole new connection to other people. Oh, yeah. If you're in that competitive mindset, I know you're competitive. Some... Like, we used to do, um, we used to do <clears throat> game nights back in the day, and we would just get on troll classes, like, <laughs> like smoke bombs or smoke screens with like riot shields and LMGs. Yeah. And just hold up in a room and just, just be jerks. Yeah. And try to get people to like hate message us and everything. And that's and that's just part of Here's it. Here's another thing too that came up that came up in closing that you should consider. Um, if you don't, if you're on the fence about a game, watch it. Oh gosh, yeah. There's people. There's thousands and thousands of hours of content that people are streaming and creating. Watch the game. If it doesn't look fun, just let them play it. Yeah. Save right. your sixty bucks. You know what? It's another great option. Gamefly. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Gamefly. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, there. I mean, there's services like that. You can rent games, red boxes. Like Twitch. Wait, what is that? You can actually watch this podcast on Twitch? And listen soon? to it at the same time? Whoa. Well, isn't it like what? Xbox has Game Pass? Yeah, Game Pass is 10 bucks a month, and you can download a, a ton of games. Yeah. Um. Dude, Microsoft. Microsoft, you're hearing us out. Dude, do you remember? We're just selling ourselves out remember, now. They have come such a long way since the very first days of Xbox One. Oh, gosh, yes. I, so I there's remember. hope. There's hope. People change. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember the season. Except the, for Valve. No oh Half-Life 3. That'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when Xbox, um, the, 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 I don't think he was CEO, but he was a, the main spokesman, basically what Phil is now. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he, they were asking him, well, what about this? And you're like, well, if you don't want Xbox One, buy a 360. It's true. I was like, dang, son. Like, you're not Apple. You can't, tell people, fire. <laughs> you can't tell people what to buy. They're like, oh, he's right. <laughs> yeah. Buys all the 360s. Yep. Um, but anyway, I'm happy to be back. Um, there's still a lot going on, especially with the holidays. So if there's a break between episodes, bear with us. Um, but thank you for listening. Dalton, thank you for joining me again. Oh, anytime. Um, uh, it's keep an for eye ums. out. Yeah, I know. Keep an eye out on social media, especially for progress stuff. Follow us on Instagram at the modern thinking podcast. Um, but any who's let me just let me plug brian brian <laughs> brian that guy's hard <laughs> why let me that's an inside joke what, i i'm really bad about getting my words confused let me plug this brian guy he's hard <laughs> let, let me let me plug brian real fast in terms of he he's got a great heart for this and he's gonna release awesome content in 2019 so if this is your first time listening to him and you made it to the end of our jabbering what I'm saying is 100% true. It's going to be a great year for him. Uh, he's going to great, great content. And it's it'll be something to at least listen to while you're in arguing or arguing with someone else. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you do if your podcast time. This is one thing, too, that I'm kind of... I'm foreshadowing it so we hold ourselves accountable. But there's some stuff in the pipeline we're working on together. Is there? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, there is. Unless you already abandoned that idea because no, we disagreed. <laughs> oh, no, I remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the freaking Never audio. Mind. <laughs> the freaking, you should see like the I, audio. I saw it. was just like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we need that. I'm. <laughs> that's okay that that project is huge and it's a huge undertaking but yeah it's, i'm so sorry i'm stupid it's okay don't that's you why they work, don't you haven't worked on it yet anyway, that's why so they don't pay fine. me the big bucks because <laughs> i forget but be on the lookout for that um that will be probably way later yeah we got a lot to that's like 2020 vision right there ah, ah! <laughs> there's the waves again all right we're, oh, dad we're, joke right there <laughs> we're done thanks for listening see you on the next one bye see ya